0: Hello and welcome to Battle Ready with Missy Armstrong. We are going to prepare ourselves for battle by learning about the characters in the Bible. Learning about their victories and their defeats. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello. And welcome, my name is Missy Armstrong, and if it's your first time here, hi, we're so happy that you're listening, and we hope you get a lot out of the lesson today. If this is not your first time, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry, I've been away for a couple of weeks. We had BBS at our church, and I am the BBS director, and it is, it's a time-consuming thing, uh, and I haven't had time to put a a lesson together for this podcast, but I'm back, and I do have a lesson for today. We're going to start back up with Jacob, just where he was. Uh, he had married Leah and then Rachel and had several kids. And just after Joseph was born is where we will start. And so we're going to be in Genesis chapter 30, verse 25. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, send me on my way so that I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and children for whom I have served you, and I will be on my way. You know how much work I have done for you. But Laban said to him, If I found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that God has blessed me because of you. He added, Name your wages and I will pay you. Jacob said to him, You know how I I have worked for you and how your livestock has fared under my care. The little you have afforded. I came, increased greatly, and the Lord blessed you wherever I have been. But now, when may I do something for my own household? What shall I give you? He asked. Do not give me anything, Jacob replied. But if you will do this one thing for me, I will go on tending your flocks and watching over them. Let me go through all your flocks today. Remove from them every speckled and spotted sheep and every dark-colored lamb and every dark and spotted and speckled goat. They will be my wages, and my honesty will testify for me in the future. Whenever you check on the wages you have paid me, Any goat in my possession that is not speckled or spotted or any lamb that is not dark-colored will be considered stolen. Agreed, Laban Laban said. Let it be as you have said. That, That same day he removed all male goats that were streaked or spotted and all the speckled and spotted female goats all that had white on them, and the dark-colored lambs, and he placed them in the care of his sons. And then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob continued to tend the rest of the Laban's flocks. Jacob, however, took fresh-cut branches, From poplar, almond, and plane trees, and made white stripes on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he placed and peeled the branches, placed the peeled blank branches in all the watering troughs so that they would be directly in front of the flocks when they came to drink. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they made it in front of the branches, and they bore young that were streaked and speckled and spotted. Jacob set apart the young of the flock by themselves, but made the rest face the streaked and dark-colored animals that belonged to Laban. Thus he made separate flocks for himself, And he did not put them with Laban's animals. Whenever the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs in front of the animals, and they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weak, he would not place them there. So the weak animals went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob. In this way the man grew exceedingly prosperous and came to own large flocks and female and male servants and camels and donkeys. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken everything our father's own and has gained all this wealth from what belonged to our father. And Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude towards him Was not what it had been. Then the Lord said to Jacob. Go back to the land of your father. And to your relatives. And I will be with you. So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah. To come out into the fields. Where his flocks were. And he said to them. See that your father's attitude towards me. Is not what it was before. But the God of my father. Has been with me. You know. I have worked for your fathers with all my strength. Your, your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said the speckled ones will be your wages, then all of the flocks gave birth to speckled young. And if he said the streaked ones would be your wages, then all of the flocks bore streaked young. So, God has taken away your father's livestock and given it to me. In the breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and I saw male goats mating with the flock of streaked and speckled or spotted. An angel said to me in that dream, Jacob, and I answered, here I am. He said, look up and see that all the male goats mating in the flock are streaked, speckled and spotted for I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you I am the God of Bethel where you were anointed where you anointed a pill, pillar and where you made a vow to me Now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. Then Rachel and Leah replied, Do we still have any share in the inheritance of our father's estate? Does he not regard us as foreigners? Not only has he sold us, but he has used what was paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God took away from our father belongs to us. And our children, so do whatever God has told you. Then Jacob put his children and his wife on camels, and he drove all his livestock ahead of him, along with all the all his all the goods he had accumulated, and Potom Aram to go to the to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. When Laban had gone to shear his sheep. Rachel stole his father's household, God. Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban in the, in Armenia by not telling him he was running away. So he fled with all he had across the Euphrates River and headed for the hill country of Gilead. On the third day, Laban told, was told that Jacob had fled. Taking his relatives with him, he pursued Jacob for seven, <clears throat> excuse me, seven days and caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. Then God came to Laban, the Armenian, in a dream at night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Jacob has pinched his tent in the hill country of Gilead. When Laban overtook him, and Laban and his relatives camped there, then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You've deceived me. You've carried off my daughters like captives at war. Why do you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so? I could send you away with joy and singing and music. Of trembles and harps. You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You have done a foolish thing. I have the power to harm you. But last night, the God of your father came to me. Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you have gone off because you longed to return to your father's household. But why did you steal my God's? And Jacob answered Laban, I was afraid, because I thought you would take your daughters. You would take your daughters away from me by force. If you found anyone who has your gods, that person shall not live. In the presence of our relatives, see your see for yourself. Whatever, whether. There is anything of yours here with me. If so, take it. (coughs) Now Jacob didn't know that Rachel had stolen the gods. So Laban went to Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the tent of the two female servants but found nothing. And after he came out of Leah's tent, he entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel Rachel had taken the house of gods and put them inside her camel's saddle and was sitting on them. Laban searched through everything in the tent and found nothing. Rachel said to to her father, don't be angry, my lord, that I cannot stand up in your presence. I'm having my period. So she... He searched but could not find the household gods. Jacob was angry and took Laban to task. What is my crime? He said to Laban. How have I wronged you that you hunt me down? Now that you have searched through, searched through all of my goods, what have you found that belongs in your household? Put it here in front of me your relatives and mine, and let them judge, judge between the two of us. I have been with you 20 years now. Your sheep and goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten rams from your flock. I did not bring you animals torn by wild beasts, bore the lost myself, you and you demanded payment from me for whatever was stolen by day or night this is my situation the heat has consumed me in the daytime and the cold at night sleep fled my eyes it was like this was 20 years i was in your household i worked for 14 years for all your for your two daughters and six years for your flocks. And you changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father and the God of Abraham, the fear of Isaac, has not been with me, you would surely have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen my hardship and my toil, the toil of my hands. And last night he rebuked you. Laban answered Jacob, the women are my daughters, the children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks. All you see is mine. Yet what can I do today about these daughters of mine, about these children they have born? Come now. Let's make a like let's make a covenant. You and I and let it serve as a witness between us. So Jacob took a stone, set it up as a pillar, and he said to his relatives, Gather some stones so that they took stones and piled them up in a heap. And they ate there by the heap. Laban called it Shabar, Shepetu, and Jacob called it Gilead. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today that that is why it is called Gilead. It will always be called Mizpha, because he said, May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are away from each other. If I mistreat my daughter if you mistreat my daughters, or if you take any wives besides my daughters, even though no one is with us, remember that God is a witness between you and I. Laban also said to Jacob, Here is this heap, and here is this pillar. I have set up between you and me, this heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not go past this heap to your side to harm you, and that you will not pass this heap on my side to harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father judge between us. So Jacob took an oath in the name of fear of his father Isaac, and he offered a sacrifice there in the hill country and invited his relatives to a meal. And after they eaten, they spent the night there. Early the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters blessed them and left and returned home. So what happened here is that, you know, Jacob had been working for Laban for 20 years, and he wanted to leave. He wanted to go back and see his family. And Laban really, he didn't want him to leave. I mean, why would he? Jacob has been being extremely prosperous and uh And providing, you know, blessing his crops and everything. Blessing Laban's crops through Jacob's hard work. And through Jacob being loyal to God and God blessing him. And so, he, Jacob, doesn't think Laban's ever going to let him really leave. So, he kind of sneaks off. And you see this. This discipline in Jacob uh, is something that's kind of rare nowadays to see somebody that would work so hard and serve so much, but he had finally, he needed, he needed to serve his own family. He needed to get his own land and be his own man with his own family. And so Jacob Jacob had served with Laban for 20 years and over that 20 years Laban had changed his wages 10 times. And God spoke to Job, to Jacob and told him he needed to return to his father. So he left Laban's house. Laban decided he was going to pursue them because they left without telling him, you know. So there's a a confrontation, like okay, between Laban and Jacob. And what's crazy here is, like, to me, I mean, he is still laying claim to. Laban is laying claim to Rachel, to Leah, and to all of the children. Uh, and he says, mine, you know. He tells him it's my daughters and my children. But he doesn't see that Jacob has worked for him. These are Jacob's wives. These are Jacob's children. They are Laban's grandchildren. But, you know, Rachel has, Rachel stole what she should not have. And uh, she stole the gods of her father. And luckily she had them in the camel. And so Laban, or the camel sack, so Laban couldn't find them, but that's not, you know, she shouldn't have stole the gods. And that may have been one of the reasons why, or one of the reasons that he used, Laban used as an excuse to himself to go get Jacob. But God intervened. God knew Jacob didn't know. And God intervened on Jacob's behalf. Uh, And he ended up being able to take his children to move forward, to go on to have a family of their own. And so we move on. That night Jacob got up and took his two wives and his two female servants and his eleven sons and crossed the ford of Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all of his possessions. So Jacob was left alone. And And the man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, He touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that his hip was stretched. And he wrestled with the man. And the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And the man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered, and then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed them him there. So Jacob called the place Penel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him, and he passed Penel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. After twenty years of being in the land, being away, the land of Laban, being away from Canaan, his home, his parents' home, what God had said they would have. Jacob, he's headed back. He's missing home. He's going back there. And there's one thing that he fears, and that's the anger of his brother Esau. He sent messengers ahead him to Esau with news of his return and uh, Jacob learns that Esau is coming out to meet him accompanied by 400 men fear strikes the heart his heart he cries out to God in answer to his prayer God sends an angel to wrestle with him and Jacob finally subdued the angel and uh, Jacob is finally subdued when the angel just locates his thigh or touches his hip. God's intention, however, was not to kill Jacob, but to conquer him. Once Jacob is brought to a place of hopelessness, his name is changed to Israel, a prince with God. And he becomes a changed man. How sad that it is a many many times in order for us to overcome our self-centeredness or our own ego God has to wrestle with us and not just wrestle but many times cripple us when we all learn That the key to our spiritual power. Is not ourselves. But the fact that we are weak. That's when we start growing. When we decide. To see ourselves. As not. Living for us. That's when God can work in us. There is nothing. That you have ever done. That God didn't do for you. Everything. That you have ever accomplished. In your life. God gave you the talent. God gave you the time. God gave you the resources. To do. Because your life. Once you become a Christian. is not about you. I know. Right. It's not about you. Your life, when you become a Christian, belongs to God. It is about God. It is about moving the kingdom of heaven forward, reaching other people, teaching them about Christ. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. I know it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people to see that. But when you can see that, that you are just a vessel all of a sudden god can work in you i have written a book and it's called battle scars to beauty marks and it came from this verse 2 corinthians 12:9 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you, for all my power is made perfect in your weakness. So I will boast even more about my weaknesses, so that your power can lay on me. Why is his power? Why is his power? Perfect in our weakness Look back in your life Look back in others lives When you're weak When you're not able To move on When you're not able to Face the things that God Has in your life or Satan Has put in your life Whoever has put there When you can't Do it yourself and you rely On God Look back and see those spots that's when God is working hard that's when you see God in your life you can tell people what God's done for you because when you were weak he was strong when you're at the top of the mountain God's blessing you're living your life you're having a great time And that is wonderful. That's a great testimony. But how much more so is that testimony in the valley? The testimony when you're climbing that mountain. Right? To see God. To see what he's done for you. And see how he has done you. And how that he has always taken care of you. He's always been there. He's always provided We are going to stop there today, and we will start back up next week and continue on. This week, try to remember that don't, don't make God wrestle with you. Don't make God send an angel to wrestle with you and cripple you. Stop. Realize it's not about you. Realize that your life belongs to Christ. Your life belongs to God. It was bought. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Step out of the way. And let God do. When you do this. You will see God move. You will see the world change. And you will see Amazing things that you never thought because you're not in the way. Don't be crippled. Don't don't put yourself out there so much that God has to cripple you. To prove to you that he is the power in your life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Remember... Always to be kind to yourself and be kind to others and remember to smile because God loves you and so do I.